Welcome to Notes from a Child Psychologist, a place for parents who aspire to be intentional about meeting their child's mental health needs. My name is Dr. Tasha Brown, a licensed clinical psychologist who specializes in working with parents and their children. And I am so excited to take notes with you. Although it seems like we were just preparing for back to school, it's that time of year again, holiday season. No matter what you celebrate or how you choose to celebrate, the holiday season can be an exciting time for many parents, caregivers, and their children. During this time, many start engaging in family traditions, traveling, spending time with relatives and friends, engaging in fun activities, and thinking about the upcoming new year. Join me for a six-week series called Tis the Season, Your Child's Mental Health and the Holidays. During this installment, I will be in talking about the importance of praise, planning for holiday travel, and how to prepare for extended amounts of time around family and friends. While I love talking with you each week, this is just a reminder that this podcast and the information provided by the host and or guests is not a replacement for a therapeutic relationship with a licensed mental health professional. I'm excited to have you here and excited to take notes with you. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Notes from a Child Psychologist. As always, I am super excited that you have joined this week for our conversation. Today we are in our second episode of the Tis the Season, the Holidays and Your Child's Mental Health series. And we are talking all about how to make your child's mental health a priority this holiday season. I really wanted to do this series because we know that the holiday season can be so hectic for a wide variety of reasons. School is out, you're traveling, there's lots of changes in the routine and in the schedule. And it's really important during these hectic times of the year to really think about, okay, what are the things that we can do as caregivers, aunties, uncles, teachers, those who love and care about the children in our lives to help to support them? And this is what we're going to be talking about over the next couple of weeks. Before we get started on today's topic, I just want to thank everyone who tunes in to last week's podcast episode where we talked about the importance of praise, how to let your children know you are thankful for them, how to affirm your children. And even though Thanksgiving has passed and that was an episode that dropped around Thanksgiving, I think that episode is so important. And so if you have not listened to that one, I want you to take some time and go back and take a listen to that episode because we talked about why it's so important to praise, the benefits of praise for children, and things to consider as you praise and affirm your child. Also, as we go into this episode, I just want to remind everyone as you listen, it would be great if you could share this episode, if you could like this episode, if you could comment 
on this episode. That way, other caregivers, other parents, other people who are interested can find our podcast and be able to use some of the information that we share here. So let's jump right into today's topic. Like I said, the holiday season can be so hectic for so many different families, no matter what you celebrate, no matter how you choose to celebrate. And in my clinical practice around this time, I talk a lot with parents about how they can support their child through this season of many different changes in the routine. So before we get into the topic, let's jump right into this week's note of the week. It's time for the note of the week. Each week, I will be bringing you a note. The note will be a letter from you, the listener, a clip from a newspaper article, a social media post, or something circulating in popular culture that is relevant to your child's mental health. The goal of the note is to start an important conversation about an issue and springboard us into a discussion about how you can support your child's mental health, strengthen the relationship between you and your child, and if you choose, put some new parenting skills into action. Join me for this week's note. So this week's note of the week comes from thrivetrainingandconsulting.com. And it's actually an article about how to support your teen's mental health and how to make your teen's mental health a priority this holiday season. But I think the information and the beginning of the article really captures what we think about and what we talk about when we want to support children's mental health over the holiday season. And so I'm going to read a little snippet from the beginning. And as always, the link to the note of the week will be in the notes section of this podcast episode, wherever you are listening. You can just scroll down and click on the link to the note of the week. So the article starts by saying it's supposed to be the most wonderful time of year, but for many people, including children, especially children who struggle with mental health concerns, this season can be extremely tough. And I just want to take a pause here. What do we mean by children who have mental health concerns? We mean children who have ADHD, children who are struggling with anxiety, depression, behavioral concerns, grief, significant loss. The holiday season can be extremely difficult for those children. The article goes on to read, during the best of times, the holiday season is full of lots of triggers. Let's pause for a second. What are those triggers? We talked about those a little bit earlier. Those triggers include traveling. Those triggers include events or family events where family who used to be present are not present anymore. Those triggers include changes in routine. Those triggers include everyone being home at the same time. So many triggers are a part of the holiday season. Those with depression and anxiety often feel more isolated than usual because they're supposed to feel happy or they are supposed to be having a good time or they're supposed to feel at ease, but for some reason they don't. 
And around the holiday season for many children, there is this increased pressure to perform to particular societal and family expectations. Feelings of loss, loneliness, and shame can be even more acute during these times. And it's really important for us to just be aware of how the holiday season, because of the reasons that the note of the week highlights, is impacting the children around us. So today I just want to go into a few tips. So seven tips that you can think about this holiday season as you make your child's mental health a priority. So number one, you want to really manage your expectations. Around the holiday seasons, parents make lots of plans. There's lots of events. There's lots of things to do. There's a lot of expectations on the way children should behave while they're traveling, while they're at holiday parties, when school is out. And you really want to think about, number one, your child's developmental level. So where are they in terms of how much social time they can take, what they can do and how much time they can spend in a store or how they act around family and friends? You want to take into consideration their behavior, their mood, and really manage your expectations and plan accordingly. And so if you know that your child has a really hard time after there reaches a certain threshold in a group, so if the group is over 10 people, you really want to manage your expectations about how your child will behave if you have them in a party of 25 people. Or you want to manage your expectations of what travel will look like. Sometimes parents and caregivers and those around children set these really, really high expectations that are really unrealistic for many children to uphold during the holiday season. So really manage those expectations. Make sure that you're being fair and reasonable and that your child has the opportunity to enjoy and thrive and really Go with the flow around the holiday season because you are being mindful about what it is you expect from. Number two, and I know this one can be really difficult. You want to keep routines as much as possible. I have a podcast episode about this. I will link it below. But children thrive on routine. Children thrive with routine. And the thing about the holiday season is that routines can be disrupted and it's realistic to expect for your routine to be a little bit disruptive during the holiday season. So you're waking up at different times. You're not going to school. Maybe on the weekend, instead of going to extracurricular activities, you're going to meet with families. But as much as you can, you want to keep your child's routine as uh, similar to their regular routine as possible. So try to keep the sleep schedule the same. So with the exception, and I just want to be realistic here, with the exception of times when your family's out or maybe the big holidays when things are just really out of schedule, 
Have your child go to bed around the same time. Have them wake up around the same time or as close to that schedule as possible. Have meals around the same time so that your child um, can really stay in the flow. And so that transition back to school in January is not as difficult. And so that their behavior or their mood can stay regulated as much as possible during the holiday season. You also want to think about ways that you can keep the routine around whatever the holiday season looks like for your family as much as possible, especially for children who have difficulties with changes in routine, really thinking about how you can keep that routine as close to the same as possible. If your routine is going to be out of whack or really just very not what your child is used to, one of the best things that you can do is take some time and explain the changes to your child. So, hey, this holiday season or this break from school or today is going to look a lot different. Instead of waking up at seven o'clock, we're all going to sleep in a little bit. We're going to have lunch a little bit later. And instead of staying home, we are going to go to grandma's house. You really want to make sure that you are explaining changes to the routine to your child to help prepare them. Just like for some of us adults, like springing changes and changes in the routine can throw us off. For children, it's the same thing. And when children's routines are thrown off or when they feel thrown off, that looks like significant changes in their behavior. That looks like a lot of crying and irritability. That looks like withdrawing from everyone around them. And so do your family a service, do your children a service and explain to them changes in the routine if you are unable to, for whatever reason, understandably not have the same routine over this holiday season. Number three, you want to allow your children some downtime, allow them a break if they need it. Many times the holiday season, even at school, um, right before kids get off for their break can be really scheduled. So there are back-to-back things that are on the schedule that children have to do, that teachers expect when they get out of school. There are holiday events. There's back-to-back things at home. And that can be extremely overwhelming for many children. Um, And so you really want to think about how you can schedule some downtime and allow your child the space to really have some time to themselves if they need it. I like to talk with parents, especially if you're going to be out of the house and out of a, out and about this holiday season of how can you accommodate this space for your child to have some time when you are away or when you're traveling or when you're in someone's home. That may look like bringing your child's favorite toy with them so that they can play in the corner by themselves. Or if they like to read or draw, um, having that with you so that if they become overwhelmed or if they just need some space, or if you're noticing that they're becoming dysregulated, 
that you can say, hey, do you want to go and sit on the couch and read? Or do you need to play with your favorite toy? It may also mean that if you notice that your child is feeling overwhelmed, you may say, hey, if you live in a warm climate, let's go take a walk. Or do you want to go sit in the car for a little bit and cool down? Recognize that everything happening around this time of year for many people, especially for children, it can be really overwhelming. And we want to be able to model and encourage for children the importance of taking time to regroup and regulate and then rejoin when needed. So allow that space for your child. Number four, you really want to think about how you can let your child help out. There are so many different things that parents are doing right now. They're decorating, they're buying presents, they're cooking, they're cleaning, doing end of the year cleaning. They are preparing bags because they're packing to go to family members. One of the ways that you can really support your child's mental health, and we very often um, don't talk about this as one of the ways that we can support our children in terms of their mental health, is to allow them to be full participants in the things that are happening around us. And so thinking about how you can have your child to help out, how they can feel some sense of control and feel some sense of agency around what is going on. So, all right, we are going on a trip. Your responsibility is going to be to put your clothes on your bed and I'll put them in the suitcase. Or we're going to be cooking this really big meal. Your responsibility is going to be to peel the potatoes or to wash the fruit or to set the table. Allow your children to help. This helps with build and boost their self-esteem. It helps them feel a connection to the things that are going on around them. And for many children can be that boost in their mood or a way to help to manage their behavior. So let your child help out this holiday season and think about it as a way that you are managing and helping to maintain a healthy mental health for them. Number five, and I'm realizing I only have six, not seven. I said seven a little bit earlier. Number five, you really want to monitor your child's mood, their behavior, and any changes that you may see. A lot of times after the break, children will come back to sessions and I'm like, whoa, something is really off or something is strange. And um, when I work in school-based settings, we get back from the break and you're like, whoa, what's happening? The kids are like out of sorts here. And it takes some adjusting. And that's because as we talked about a little bit earlier, the holiday season is full of hustle and bustle. And very often there are significant changes in mood, in behavior, in anxiety levels, in isolation during that time. So you really want to pay attention. Pay attention to if you are noticing increased behavioral difficulties. Pay attention if you're noticing more anxiety than usual. So your child is not wanting to leave the house or 
having a harder time when they're around lots of people or not wanting to be away from you. Notice those changes in your child and as you notice them, address them as they come up. Um, if your child has significant anxiety or if your child has behavioral concerns and you're noticing more temper tantrums or there are mood concerns and you notice that your child is eating a lot more or sleeping a lot more or withdrawing from friends or family or exhibiting behaviors that you're like, whoa, okay, this is really strange. Those are all signs that your child's mental health may be struggling and you want to make sure that you are noting that and then paying attention and acting on those things as soon as possible. And acting may look like, okay, how can I make some adjustments in what's happening to help regulate? Maybe it may mean calling your child's mental health provider. It may all may mean calling your child's pediatrician. It may also mean making drastic changes in your plans so that your child can regulate. Whatever you can do as you pay attention to your child's changes in their behavior and their mood during this time, think about those things to regulate. And lastly, number six, and this is going to be a little bit of a tease to next week's episode. You really want to manage your own stress during this holiday season. For adults, for caregivers, for parents, for people around children, the holiday season can be extremely triggering, overwhelming, hectic for us as well. And with that, we see significant increases in stress level. And those increases in our stress levels can really impact the children around us. And so as part of a way to manage your child's mental health is to really think about reducing your own stress level. And on next week's episode of the podcast, that is what we will be focusing on. We will be talking all about how you as a caregiver, as a parent, as an auntie, as an uncle, whoever you are can manage your own stress levels as a way to help to manage and maintain your child's mental health this season. So before we end, and I'm so happy that we kept this episode short and sweet so that you can get it in um, because we know that you are probably really busy around this time of year. Just a little recap, ways that you can manage your child's mental health and make your child's mental health a priority this season. Number one, manage your expectations. Number two, keep routines. Number three, you want to allow your child a break, allow them to pull back if needed. Number four, you want to let your child help out. Number five, monitor changes in your child's mood, changes in your child's behavior. And lastly, number six, really think about ways that you can reduce your child's stress and most importantly, your stress this holiday season. So as always, thank you so much for joining. And I hope that you can continue to be a part of this series, Tis the Season, Your Child's Mental Health and the Holidays. As a reminder for other caregivers and parents, to see and be able to access this information, 
please take the time to share this on your social media, to like, to comment. And as always, I am so excited to take notes with you. See you next week. Hey there. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Notes from a Child Psychologist. I am looking forward to reading your comments and reviews. If you enjoyed this episode, and if you love this space as much as I do, I would appreciate it if you subscribe, leave a review, and most importantly, share with others. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok at Dr. Tasha Brown on all platforms. Join me next Tuesday for another episode. And as always, I'm so excited to take notes with you.